Hi, welcome to the Off the Deep End podcast. My name is Sierra, and I am here with Alex. We are back together. Yay! Yay! Um, yeah, it's, it's been a been so long. We did a quarantine luncheon. We went through the drive-through, and then I sat in my car, and she sat in her car, and that was fun. It but was still lonely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were close because I got out and sat in the passenger side. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. But it is good to be back in the presence of friends. Yes. First time I've hung out with somebody that's not my family in two and a half months. I have one roommate. So I've literally only seen one person with the exception of like going to the store. But that's always, I mean, even before the virus, I was always like in and out and wouldn't talk to anyone when I would go out in public. So I like people. So yeah, like I'm always like least path. Or the path of least resistance and... I just want to go, like... Dip. I make a list when I go to the store, too, so I, like, know what I need. Like, I don't wander. I make a list and I still wander. I'm just like, I'm going to go down every island. I don't have wandering money. I wish I did. I'm impulsive, though. You are so... You are so impulsive. I'm the worst. What did I... I texted you something, and you were like, no, I can't. I just bought a teddy bear up from Killstar. And I was like, what are you doing? It's on sale. And you were like, it was on sale. Yeah, I've legitimately, I've unfollowed them, though, because they post all their sales, and I'm like, I can't. I just want the goth juice cup. I'm impulsive. That's all that you, yes. So I'll just see it and be like, yep, bye. I buy, and then I wake up the next morning, and I'm like, dear God, please don't ship. And then I cancel everything because i'll like be sad and be like i want this and i want this i want i buy a lot of records impulsively when i'm sad i don't ever cancel my orders Uh, yeah i feel bad and then i'm like oh my god how am i gonna eat which it's not like like, so i feel bad i have money i feel bad right now because like i have a problem on amazon like i have a legit amazon has your stuff been coming timely no, it started not come timely. I'm like, oh my god, shipping takes forever. And then I'm like, okay, people are. That's dying. ironic though, because like your dad sick. works for UPS, so like, does he ever bring your stuff home? Yeah. Does he ever like Alex? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you get your burrito blanket? What is this? Yeah. This one time. <laughs> one day he I bought like a ring or something so it was like this teeny tiny package and he brought it home to me yeah and because it wasn't even supposed to come till the next day but he yeah. picked it up yeah. off the line so I didn't have to wait and then I was like oh I have another package tomorrow he goes oh it's fine I'll get it <laughs> it was this massive like chest thing it weighed 200 pounds what what it's like I have to I haven't built it yet when did you buy it? A few weeks ago. And he was like, yeah, I'll just bring it home. I didn't tell him how big it was. <laughs> and I get it's home the fun. next day. He goes, it's in the back of my truck. I need help. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. He goes, I didn't know where to lift up my <laughs> That is so funny. When I moved here, I didn't have any furniture. So I just ordered all my furniture. Mm-hmm. And because I'm on the third floor, I was like, I'm not carrying this stuff up here. So I made them do it, and then, like, the first time I bought something after living here, I, like, ran into the FedEx guy, and he was like, are you the one who bought the bed? And I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, well, I hope you enjoy your mattress. It was really heavy. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I moved apartments in a Honda Civic, so I took many trips. I spent a lot of gas, but... The only time I've ever, like, moved 
was when I went to college. Well, you don't bring that stuff with you to college. No, but I brought, like, a lot of shit with me to college that I didn't need. I had, when I went to college, I brought four suitcases. Oh, no. That was it. See, I didn't live on campus, though. I lived in a house, so I brought everything with me, like, that I would need. Two Tahoes. Oh, my God. When I moved down here, it was, we were in a, I don't even know, a forerunner, maybe? Mm-hmm. Because when I came back, I had even more shit that I had accumulated. Oh, my God. When I graduated and I realized how much shit I had, I had to fly it all back to New Jersey from Kansas. Well, because my I was like, oh, my God. My aunt came, like, to visit. And the Mm -hmm. weekend she was there, I decided, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. I'm going home with you. Yeah, because you left in the middle of the semester, Mm -hmm. right? And she was like, what are we going to do with all your shit? And I was like, I don't know. It's not going to fit. She goes... Who do you think you're talking to? And she packed all She's of a queen. my shit. A dresser, a bookcase, a fucking in her dress, Tahoe? In her in her Tahoe and my Tahoe. Oh. And we drove them back. She's a queen. I love your aunt. <laughs> and all the extra clothes I had gotten, she rolled them like into these oh, tiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. tiny little like things that rubber banded everything together and fit all my clothes in one suitcase. That's insane. It was nuts. She's amazing. I wish she was my aunt. God. We had a corn we had a cornhole championship for the day. I know, I saw your Snapchat story and then I was like, she said I could play cornhole with them. I won. And I got big sad. It was like FOMO. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, What am I doing? I won. Get over yourself. Well my team won. I had a comp exam to take. I passed, by the way. Congratulations but to me. But it's I can, only I can only play cornhole well in the dark. I can't play cornhole well at all, but I think that I play cornhole well, and I trash talk everyone, and then I lose. Oh. I'm really good at trash talking and losing. I can teach you how to play. It's very easy. It's not hard. You just throw the bag at the hole. I know how to play. You're just not good at it. Yeah. I can only play at night. Pretty much. It has to be dark outside. I don't know why. It works. Teach them. My uncle can only play drunk. I like your uncle, too. I like your family. Yeah. Because he has to count. He calls it like counterbalance. So he has the bag in one hand <laughs> and a beer in the other. If he's not having was... a beer, he cannot hit the board. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I love them. Okay. That's so today we are doing something a little bit different. We are not going to talk about a band or an album or a show or anything like that. We are just going to share our observances, is that a word? Yes, it is, about um, the scene, because it's the Roaring Twenties. Which are fucking sucking. Very much so. And I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot, personally, about just how things are different in the music scene. As opposed to ten years ago? Essentially. And I don't know why... It's just been on my head, in my head, going on. So, in your noggin. Is that copyrighted? Or are we allowed to do that? Yes. We oh, can okay. do that. Anyway, so, yeah. So, I was like, Alex, maybe we should talk about it just to share the differences. Because I personally... We had very different experiences. But we grew up in the same time yes. in the scene. And I think that the scene has peaked. And I think that was its peak. I think it was too. I don't think it'll get... I mean, it definitely won't be back to what it was. And there was 
obvious We're not going back to MySpace days. With the scene being, like, so many issues during that time. But at the same time, it was a good fucking time. And I don't think it'll ever. I think... I think everything short, like, yeah, to, like, really narrow it down, I think everything's just way too PC now. So. Okay. Anyway, we're going to get into it. So. What's the first thing you think about when you think of the scene? That's not how I was going to start it off. That's just, that's just my honest oh, question. The first thing I think about when I think of the scene. I feel like the first thing I think about when I think of the scene is I think of I think of scene, like scene girls or scene boys, and how I just look outside a lot. I know you, like, keep <laughs> looking. I just look. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think about, like, the scene, scene boys, scene girls, whatever, and I think about how, one, that's not what I wanted to be, and, like, like, having to be like, no, I'm not seen, like, I'm emo or i'm whatever like that's what i because i think of scene i think of they were all in an anime they were all in a, like hello kitty they were all like like the bright like the big hair but it was bright they had bright jeans am i describing you i had bright <laughs> jeans that was about it um but that was because like i just didn't want to only have like black jeans i don't know i've also felt like Part of it, though, was inescapable because there were some bands that more musically and aesthetically were what I was into, but their merch looked like everyone else's. And so it was a bright shirt with like bright letters and there was nothing you can do about it. But when I think of scene, I think of even then there was divides within the scene, but I think that. It was just like, okay, like, sure, like, I maybe you listen to more of the electronic stuff, and I listen to, like, more of the rock stuff or whatever, but there was at least a few bands that everyone had mutual ground mm-hmm. on, and that was okay. Like, I'm sure that people made fun of scene kids for, like, using Splat or Kool-Aid to dye their hair or whatever, but... When you're a teenager, you got to come fly it cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think that, too, it was just so much nicer than the way people, like, bully people now. Because, it, I don't know. That's, yeah, true. So that's what I think of. When I think of scene, I think of the very stereotypical mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Which is what you were. Pretty much. That's so funny. That's I didn't have, not... like, the hairstyle. Because it would take too oh, much. so much teasing. Straightening. And my hair does not. I fried my hair. Straight. My hair doesn't it was stay horrible. straight. Because my hair is, That's like, why whenever, curly. like, I get my hair done and they're, like, you have, like, good quality hair, I'm always, like, do it early. Because yeah. I never use heat protectant for, like, seven years. Yeah. I would strain it every day. Yeah. I also bleached my own hair multiple times. I do not suggest that because my hair is damaged and it's never going to go back. Uh, the first time I dyed my hair was last year, so that's that. Yeah, so I, okay, I started listening to heavy music in 2007. The first... Don't have a year. Well, I, okay, it's really easy for me to remember years because I go off of grades. Because I started kindergarten in 2000, so I started seventh grade in 2007. That's the only reason why I can remember years quickly. I'm the... You're one up. I'm one up. So every time, so like 2012... Like, at the beginning of 2012, I graduated. 
and I graduated at the 2012-2013. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I was in, like, seventh grade. I was in middle school. The first album I ever had that had any sort of screaming on it was Family Force 5. Did you ever listen to that? I don't think so. Business Up Front, Party in the Back. No. It's not a heavy album whatsoever, but that was, like... My foot's already numb. <laughs> see? That was, like, the gateway because... Um, I got into them and then I would like watch their, they, they had a really big like YouTube presence and this was like, I don't know when YouTube started, but they would do like the tour update videos and that sort of stuff. Uh And I would watch those all the time and they would always talk about what other bands they were listening to. And it's funny because they are very techno and very dancey and very whatever, but it was like through them that I started listening to like Flyleaf, which is like only rock. Like, yeah. Super sad lyrical content at all times, like all that sort of stuff. Um, I know you hate them, but I love them. I was never on MySpace. I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace. Um, but I would always go on bands MySpace pages because you could still like interact with their pages even if you didn't have one. Mm-hmm. But I was also on a lot of band message boards. Like that was my big thing. Okay. Because that was like bands had sites and then they had message boards on their sites. And depending on, like, how the message board layout was, some of them were a lot like MySpace, mm-hmm. but it was for, like, that band, like, particularly. And then that just evolved into a Tumblr, which is a whole other, we'll oh, get God. there later. Um, but, yeah. Did you have MySpace? I wasn't allowed. I didn't have MySpace just because, like. I think I don't know. I, I think that we cut the end of it. I think we did, too. I don't think we really. I think we were a little too young for it. Probably. Because, like... I think, like, people three to five years older than us. Yeah. For sure. Because I remember... Like, I knew a couple people who had it, but, like... I did, too, but not everybody I knew. Not everyone. And I think a lot of it kind of depended on, like, how honestly how much their parents knew about the internet. Yeah. Because, like, my parents didn't know a lot, but... Because I actually remember the... F- I don't know. I feel like they knew enough to know, like, you can talk to strangers or whatever. I don't think we mm-hmm. want you on that. Like, not me. The first person I actually, like, knew that, like, had one, like, and actively used it, I dated this guy when I was in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And nobody else I was, like, friends with had even, like, didn't even fuck with MySpace. Mm-hmm. I remember going, like, over to his house one day, and because his was... Because de- that's when, like, you could, like, decorate... Because you used to be able to, like change the colors on your Facebook and everything, too. Yeah, yeah, you would code it. And you were like, I know how to code, and you didn't, yeah. but... And his had penguins all over the oh side. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just thought it was so weird. Because so I was like, what is this? And he did goes, you use, like, AIM or anything? Mm-hmm. I did. That I used. I used Yahoo. I didn't use AIM. I, I had AIM. But still, I didn't use it. Yeah. I, we I had the tail end of that. Now... I downloaded a hell of shit off LimeWire. I shouldn't have. Oh, I did not. I never use LimeWire. YouTube to mp3.com. Nope. That's what Lime I did. LimeWire. Do you know how many computers? <laughs> how many times did you have to listen to Bill Clinton say I did not have sexual relations with that woman? Do you know how <laughs> many times? Because, like, everyone got Rickrolled, man. You have to go through, like, all the, all the different <laughs> ones, and you'd have to listen to each one of them and be like, you have to listen to it fully and be like, okay, this one, and click it and pray uh-uh. to God. YouTube to MP3, baby. That's what nope. I did. LimeWire. That's what I did. But YouTube to MP3 is such bad quality. My mom had to take our computer and have it defrayed so many times. <laughs> she was like, I don't understand 
why I keep having <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't tell ever. And I was like, Mom, you need better antivirus, yeah. man. Oh, my jeez. Anyway, when I first started, like, listening to heavier music and, like, getting into it and everything, I listened to a lot of Christian bands um, just because of, like, where I was at personally. However, primarily because of, like, Tumblr and stuff like that. Like, I knew who all the secular bands were. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really listen to them. Like, I knew who Ronnie Radke was. Mm-hmm. I That's knew okay. who... What? Is, it, is that me? Am I secular? Yeah, by de- like, by definition... Continue. Um, do you know what that means? Yes, I know oh. what that means. <laughs> I was like, you're supposed to be smart. Um, I like, smart. I, like, like, I knew who Ronnie Radke was. I knew who, like, Andy, because he was Andy Six at the time. Yes. I knew who he was. I knew who Austin Carlisle was, even though I hate Of Mice and Men to this day. I knew who, uh, what's his face? Mr. Bring Me the Horizon. I knew him. Like, like, just because there would be like a quote something stupid like never give up and then like a picture of them and then mm-hmm. like all over tumblr so like i never listen to like i uh, personally i think sleeping with sirens and pierce the veil suck i think they're horrible and i think their voices are whiny and they sound like young females and why would you want to listen to that but i knew who they were okay but i hated them okay do you yes. want to hear the first time i heard flyleaf no, I don't think I want to know the first time you heard Flyleaf because I love them and you don't. But continue. You can tell me all about it. Okay. So there's... I have a bunch of uncles. <laughs> One of yeah. my uncles is m- more into, like, the heavier stuff. Uh-huh. I have another uncle who is quintessential scene. And he is a few years older than me. So he was, like... Yeah, I met him. The MySpace. Right? The all Yes. Yeah, he, like, offered me weed or something like that that one time. Not that one. That's Matt. His older brother. Oh! I have a lot of uncles. <laughs> I was like, wait, how many of your uncles have offered me weed? That's what I was... I was like, no one else gave me any! <laughs> I was really confused. Anyway. I have another uncle. His his older brother was, like... See, Even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair. He had the piercings. Yeah. His, his cartilage piercing. He had, like, the little... Did um, he stretch... No. His ears, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense, I just don't like it. Mm-mm. And he wore, like, only pretty much, like, black and red. So he was- I wore a lot of black and red. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't, like, he didn't necessarily do, like, the neon colors. Maybe he was more emo, but he was, like, seeing yeah. music. Yeah, 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 That was him. And he yeah. plays, and he plays guitars. Everybody in my family is a little musical. I am not. Anyway, so he had, because this was, like- before, like, having, like, your iPod in your car and everything was, like, a thing. So you carried on, like, CDs. hmm And he listened to Flyleaf. And we were going around one day. And he knew, like, that I liked yeah. the alternative stuff. So he's like, I know this band. You'll love them. Yeah. And he pulled out the Flyleaf CD. And he played it. And I was listening to it. And he goes, what do you think? I was like, I hate this. And he goes, I remember. really? I said, like, I can't stand it. Please change it. I- so then we listened to Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I went to I've seen Flyleaf a couple times. The first time I saw Flyleaf live, um, I was only allowed to watch like two and a half minutes of their set. My mom was there, so there was this music festival that my youth group used to go to, and they had 
like your Christian music stage, which was like everyone on Christian radio. And then it had like, like a hip hop stage. That was really small. It was like under a tent, like wasn't really big at all. And then they had like a heavier stage and it was like the youth pastor's rule that no one could go to the heavy stage. Like he didn't want people over there. Why? And like Prada played, Fireflight was there one year, Flyleaf was there a couple times. Um, I don't think Under Oath was ever there. I think the big name pretty much every time was like the Devil Wears Prada was there, like every year. And I love the Devil Wears Prada. I've loved them since I was in middle school and I always wanted to see them and I couldn't because of this. But like, anyway. We were supposed to see them this year. I saw them when they did their Roots Anniversary Tour. We are going to see them this year. The show got rescheduled for October. So fingers crossed. Stay home so I can go see the Devil Wears Prada. Anyway. Um, so... I would always try to sneak over to the other stage and, like, they knew to, like, watch out for me. Like, they knew if anyone from the group of, like, 50 kids was going to go, it was going to be me. So they had, like, chaperones place to, like, escort me back. Look at you, you little And (laughs) I do what I can. So I did what any person would do and I convinced my mother to be a chaperone because... I don't know. I very quickly as a kid, I learned, like, I can't convince my dad of anything, but I can convince my mom of a lot of stuff. See? So I was like, mom, like, you should be a sh- It'll be so much fun. Like, the bonding, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Hi, my mom. mom was like, okay. So um, we go, and my mom was like, I don't want you up in the crowd. So I had to stay in the back. I didn't have to stay with my mom, but I had to stay in the back. And my older sister was there, too. And I was allowed to watch an interview with them because, like, Lacey did an interview. And she was, like, a really big role model for me when I was really young. So I was, like, super ecstatic and everything. And then, um, like, they started. And she started singing very nicely whatever song they started. And then they started whatever song that had a lot of screaming. So she started screaming. And the guitar player turned around and he had eyeliner. And my mom was like, absolutely not. And she, like, grabbed me by the back of the shirt and was like pushed me away and she was like we have to go listen to like toby mac now or something stupid so anyway the whole way home my mom was like when we get home you're gonna give your father that cd and he's gonna listen to it and he's gonna tell you you can't listen to them anymore and like blah 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 blah. and i was like pissed so like we got home and my dad was like how's the concert and my mom was like sierra you know what i told you to do so i like stomp up the stairs i like slam my door an extra like three times or whatever I grabbed my CD and I was like, my mom said I have to give this to you. So angsty. So, it's a mess. So, um, my dad had the CD for like two weeks and he would drive around and listen to it. And then like two weeks later or whatever, he, I was like doing my homework and he called me downstairs and like my mom was sitting on one side at the table. My dad was sitting at the other side and there was an empty chair in the middle so I sat and my dad like slid the CD across the table and he was like, so, you know, I've had this for like two weeks. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, and like your mom said I had to listen to it and let you know. I was like, yeah. And he was like, so I have to tell you, this is the best CD I've ever heard. And I was like, did you hear that, mom? And like, whenever my mom would like give me any sort of chore, I'd be like, sorry, I have to go listen to the best CD ever made. And I would like be a super jerk about it or whatever. And then, yeah, me and my dad listen to Flyleaf all the time and everything. So I love Flyleaf. I just, 
they came at a very good time in my life. I always use music as like a coping mechanism personally. Mm-hmm. And when I started listening to heavier music and it started talking about like heavier topics, it was perfect for me at that time because I was super angsty. I had a lot of problems. I was going through a lot. I was just a mess. And I remember being like, like, I remember the Jonas Brothers were really big when I was in middle school. <laughs> I secretly love the Jonas Brothers because it's just stupid, catchy and everything. But I remember, like, talking to someone about them and being like, but this song is stupid. Like, the song doesn't even mean anything. And it was, like, about a breakup or whatever. And I was like, this song actually means something. And it was some, like, Disciple song or something like that. Also, one time I brought my fly- my Flyleaf CD has got me in so much trouble. One time I brought it to my school, my middle school, which is a super strict school that I went to. And my middle school would do locker checks. Not to make sure you didn't have anything you weren't supposed to have, but to make sure that your locker was clean because we had to like clean out our lockers once a week and like. Oh my God, that was not a thing. And so we, yeah, we had locker checks and they checked my locker and they found my Flyleaf CD. And the principal was concerned because he could not tell who was male and who was female in the band because they had long hair and they all wore like eyeliner or whatever. So I got called to the principal's office and he like held it up. And I was like, that's like private property. Like you can't, you can't like take stuff out of my life. Like, what are you doing? That doesn't belong to you. And he was like, I just need you to answer one question for me. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what is this? And I was like, well, sir, they call those compact discs. And if you have a CD player in your vehicle, you can put in it. So like they called my dad. I mean, I was like, just give it back to her. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> like. It was a mess. Oh, my God. They caused me so much trouble. But I still love them. Loyal fan. Locker checks. Unless my school was like, do you have drugs in your locker? They were not coming. And those things were disgusting. All right. I'm going to be honest. I don't even think the people at school could have identified drugs if it was, like, right in front of them. They'd be like, oh, what you got confectionery sugar for? Like... We had locker checks every week, and every week, fr- the last period, Friday, um, we cleaned the, we cleaned the school. Oh, like the school no. clean, Like, the students cleaned the school. There was no janitors. We cleaned. Yeah. So. Oh. Nay, nay. In fact- It builds character. The- Look at me now. I swear to God, the first- Within the first month of, like, I think it was, like, sixth grade, so, like- First this is going to be so long. Starting middle school. You're going to hate The this. kid beside me, like, who had the locker beside me, because mm-hmm. we had, like, the half lockers, tops and bottoms. Yeah, we didn't have those. We had the full ones. Oh, we had those in high school. But the kid beside me- a fucking can of like Axe blew, oh, blew oh, up. Boys in middle school have Axe. No, no. The, oh, a, it, like, blew up in his locker or something, and my- and it travels. Locker smelled like Axe the entire school year, and I was like- <laughs> I can't smell the chocolate axe because that's what he had. And I was like, fuck this. It smells so bad. To this day, I hate the way it smells. I hate it. Not to mention that sweaty boys bathing in that shit coming out of the locker rooms. Boys in general. I was talking to someone the other day and she was telling me about like her boy problem or whatever. And I was like, boys. I was like... At what cost? Like, what are we, what are we, right. I was like, maybe a cute one likes you back. Maybe, maybe. If you're so lucky. But odds are. And she was like, why are you such a pessimist? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm just because saying. in sixth grade, 
They don't get the good smell in cologne. No, they, they get don't. Ax. They don't oh smell like God. awkward you. They smell like axe. But they think they smell so good. That shit stinks. They think they smell like the shit when in reality they just smell like That's shit. That's why I like Harrison. I don't let him buy Axe. Like, so he was My like, brother uses Old Spice. He, he, but my cousin gave my brother like a big one for Christmas. No, Harrison, he was like, "Welcome to the club." Harrison's very particular about the way he smells, so like he gets like the men's scents from Bath and Body Works. Good man. And like he was like, "I need cologne," so I was like, "Okay," but I'm not, you're not going to smell like Axe. So I took him to Sephora. That's and fair. Had him smell all That's of fine. it. And for his birthday, I bought him cologne. He needs a signature scent. I don't have a signature scent. I do. I like um, the Juicy Couture perfume. I also like the Kat Von D perfume, but it's not Kat Von D no more. It's KVD. KVD. Kind of the, vegan. Uh, yeah. No. I can't remember what it stands <laughs> for. Anyway. Um, okay. So, more like solidifying my place within the scene. I Like I said, like I never... I, never, I don't think I ever labeled myself as anything... Because I don't know, I just don't do that, I feel like. But I could be wrong. But um, everyone called me, like, emo. Especially my older sister. And to this day, I told you, she came into my apartment mm-hmm. and I have, like, black fake flowers in one of my rooms. And she was like, why are you so emo? But do you remember, like, the kids who were, like, goth or emo? Hated the scene kids. Was that a thing at your school? They fucking hated each there other. There was no... I was the definition of alternative oh. at my school. Okay. There was... Okay, in middle school, there was one girl who liked Paramore. And then there was me. Were you all friends? Okay. I didn't... I didn't know. I didn't have any friends in middle school. That's but so there's, bad. like, yeah. other reasons. Like, the middle school that I went to was an hour and a half away from my school. Oh. Or from my house. So... Why? Uh, well, technically, it was only 30 miles, but New Jersey traffic sucks ass. Ugh. Anyway, it so it was hard to have, like, it was hard to have friends in middle school because I didn't fit in with a lot of people, but also, too, like, I didn't live down the street from anyone. So, like, I wasn't hanging out with anyone on the weekend or anything like that. In high school, and this is kind of how I think it changed a little bit, because, like, high school, my freshman year was 09 to 10, um, and like 2010 was when like a lot of really good albums came out in 2010 and a little before that were like heavier. But again, I was always into like the heavier stuff as opposed to the electronic stuff. But I feel like by the time high school rolled around, it wasn't so much like scene versus emo. It was more just, oh, are you like a fallout boy panic at the disco emo? Mm-hmm. Or are you like, you listen to bring me the horizon and like suicide silence emo? Like, yeah. there was still the divide, but I feel like when we were younger, it was more like, look at those posers towards the scene kids. Yeah. But then as we got older, at least my experience is when we got older, it was more of what I was talking about in the beginning, which was like, yeah, we're different, but yeah, I like a couple like whatever, Cobra Starships starship songs. Yeah. Even though that's not what I listen to mostly. But I do know what you're talking about of like... But I think, too, especially if it was someone who wasn't emo and was goth, absolutely they hated them. Because mm-hmm. goth is, like, five steps darker in that direction. Goth is, like, their own breed. Okay. So. Continue. Sorry. Public school. Yeah, I didn't go to public. Disclaimer, I didn't go to public school. I went to private school. I went to public school. 
and you had it was like a dichotomy. It was like the goth kids, which is fine. Like, and they were always like you could immediately tell. And then like it was like scene kids in the emo, and the only way you could tell the difference of them was, was the hair, the hair, the like the bangs, and half of them were neon, mm-hmm. and the other half were like muted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you would still wear red. Yeah. But you want to wear the pink pants or whatever. God, no. So it was like, Skittles threw up. Essentially. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, muted right. colors. And they did not fucking like each other. Yeah. At least like, in I didn't. School. Yeah, I didn't really. And the bangs. Oh, the straightened bangs. I think too, even where I lived, I mean, I feel like where I lived was, even though it was in New Jersey, it was more like country than mm-hmm. here. Like, this is more metropolitan than, like, the actual town that I'm from. Okay. So, there was so many people who were, like, farmer's kids that yeah. it wasn't. Like, even, like, yeah, there was obviously emo hair and, like, scene hair. But in general, lots of people had swoop bangs. Yeah. Across the board. So, there was people who kind of had, like, the general look. And then there was, like, the handful that took it a step further. Well, and also, I feel like... You can't even go with, like, guys with long hair. Because I'm pretty sure every male on the planet has, like, a, a longer hair phase. And this is when it is, yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. And then, and like, then some of them just stick with it. And some yeah, of them and some of them were like, oh, God, no. And then they right. shave that shit They off. all have long hair now. My little brother's hair is so long. He's so mad about it. Harrison. He hates it. Because it's, like, an awkward length or whatever. Harrison looks like one of the Beatles. <laughs> it's like that weird like bowl, bowl cut that sucks because he won't let anybody touch it so it's just growing and it's that's funny bright ass red that sucks yeah anyway yeah i had some yeah i followed i think i definitely had the um personality and very bleak and pessimistic outlook on life mm-hmm. of an emo person more than like the scene like, whatever the scene kids were. Um, but, yeah, like I said, like, I had a couple. Like, I had I had a pair of red jeans. I mean, I have a pair of red pants now, too. Work pants. But I had, like, a pair of red jeans. I think I had, like, a dark purple pair. But they were still always dark. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I remember, like, going to JCPenney and there was, like, a rack. And it was, like, yellow, pink, teal, I red, whatever. I always still went towards, like, the darker yeah. ones. I never had um, colorful pants, because I just don't personally like them. And then, yeah, there was a handful. It was, like, I really want a shirt from this band. Mm-hmm. And even though they weren't, like, everyone was still marketing it that way. Yeah. Because there was, like, everyone had the bright shirts, and then all the heavy bands, one of those really ugly-ass shirts that had, like, the huge block letters you know what I'm talking about? Can we just talk about, like... I had so many of those shirts. Band merch at this time it was fucking ridiculous. Like, all yeah, of their shirts. It was, so, it was I feel it was like, like now... Crazy. It's so good, but I don't know. There was something about band merch but it makes, back in the day. It makes sense now. It fits now. It's very aesthetically pleasing now, whereas I feel like back then they didn't care. Because no. a lot of stuff now is very minimalistic, because that's still trendy. Yeah. In the not seen community, mm-hmm. it's more mainstream. Minimalism is so. I don't. I don't know. And that was like the height of your your store. My store is hot topic because that's my personality. The a couple months ago, I was trying to explain me and Alex to somebody, and I said I'm like a hot topic. 
Meanwhile, Alex is like Spencer's, and that's honestly a really good way of explaining it. Very also, good. the guy who does that Ronnie Radke video that I like a lot, mm-hmm. the Punk Rock NBA, mm-hmm. did you watch his Hot Topic video that I told you about? Yes. I really liked it. It was very interesting. I liked all the Marilyn Manson clips. Made me laugh. Anyway, um, yeah, I started going to like shows and festivals in middle school. I think I went to my first concert when I was in like seventh grade. And it was interesting. I was thinking about this today, like... A lot of, like I said, a lot of the music I listened to was more like the Christian stuff, and that was for a few different reasons. Um, but even when I would go to those shows, like even if it was like a tour that came through, so it wasn't a full festival where stuff was separated, most it would be like a Christian rock, pop, pop rock band headlining, and then they would have, they always had like a heavier opener. And it was funny because we would always get home and my parents would be like, how was it? And I would always go with my older sister um, and she would be like, every band was so good except for whatever the heavier one. And my dad would be like, how was it? And I'd be like, oh, it was okay. Like this band was the best. And it was always like the heavy one. So like even like that's when I, I the first time I ever met my favorite band, which is Disciple, I was like 13. Mm-hmm. And I saw them open for a band called Super Chick. And I remember I got there. I really wanted to meet them. I really, really liked them. And I got a poster, but I didn't get their CD. And I was so mad because I couldn't listen to their music because I didn't have a CD. And I didn't have an MP3 player at the time. What was I going to do? I had to wait until I could go to the store. Oh, anyway, I still have the poster that they signed. Really? It's not hanging up. The flag that I have in my bedroom is theirs. And they signed that. But okay. I have I have two signed Disciple posters. And I used to have those hanging up all the time. Look at you go. Yeah. I used to have a shirt that was, well, I mean, it is still technically signed. The Probably the most famous person I ever met was I met Head from Corn. Yeah, you told me that. And he signed a shirt, but he signed it in black Sharpie on, like, the printed part. So after, like, three washes, it came off, which made me sad. It was a raffle thing. Aw. And I, so I, like, it was funny because... I, it was. It wasn't even a concert. It was like a speaking event that he did after he be, like became a Christian and everything, and he was doing all these speaking tours. And mm-hmm. I went to it, and I won the raffle. So I like went up to meet him and get a picture with him. I was like fourteen, and um, he was like, "I'll sign your shirt," and I was like, "No, it's okay. You already did." And he like looked all confused, and I was like, "I know, like I won it." And he was like, "Oh, you're Sierra. You won the shirt." And my older sister was with me too. And uh, he looked at her and he goes, no, it's okay. We're all winners. <laughs> and she was like, thank you. And then, like, we got a picture with him. And then, yeah, and then I went to a music uh. festival, like, a couple years later. And he was there. His band. So when he left Corn, he started his own band. And then he now he's back in Corn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was that his band played. And I met them again. And I was like, hey, like, I doubt you remember. But, like, you did this speaking event and, like, so-and-so. And he was, like, in New York? And I was, like, no, in New Jersey. And he was, like, well, that's cool. Like, we're going to North Carolina. Like, do you want to, like, there's a seat in the van. (laughs) And I was, like, what? And, like, everyone else in his band, like, he had someone in his band that was our age. Uh Like, he's a really young guy. Their guitar player was. And then everyone else was, like, closer to his age, I guess, or whatever. And he was, like, please. Like, I'm stuck with all these old people. Like, please. (laughs) And I was like, I, I didn't know what to say. So I was like, I don't think my mom will let me. And Brian had watched the gym and was like, give me your phone. I'll call your mom. 
and he called and she didn't answer and I went home and I was like mom the guy from corn called you and you didn't pick up your damn phone I was so mad but he was like you could come to North Carolina you want to sell our merch and like 14 year old me like that was all I wanted to do was like be in music or whatever so I was like oh my god yes I'll sell your merch he's a really cool guy that's funny. I would like to see Corn in concert, and I would like to like just hang out and talk with him because he's really really funny. Anyway, that would be cool. Um, yeah, this is when I started going to shows and festivals and all that sort of stuff. And I always, there are a few places that no matter where I go, like even if I've never been there before, like a few settings that always feel like home, and like concert venues are one of them. Like even. Like, when we saw Falling Universe and, like, Motionless in January, like, never been to those venues before, but, like, the second I walked into them, I felt so comfortable. Yeah. And, like, so at ease. Like, even the nasty one that we saw Chelsea Grant at, I hated it, and I was, there was so many people that were, like, doped out of their minds that I felt, like, maybe unsafe, but I still felt comfortable at the same time, if that makes sense. Because it was, like... I hated that venue. These are... Oh, I, I love the show. Oh, it I was love okay. the show. I hated the venue. I ate too many chicken nuggets. You did. Anyway, we move forward. Yeah, so in middle school and high school, I had to wear a uniform. So I had very little self-expression. I was not allowed to dye my hair. Any unnatural color. I didn't dye my hair at all. Um, We could only have one piercing in our ear, like one hole Ah! on each side. You cannot have any sort of facial piercings whatsoever. Someone from my high school got kicked out for getting her nose pierced. So, um, yeah. So my middle school what high school. What the hell is wrong with these my establishments? School, my middle school high school. My middle school high school. My middle school uniform was like the Catholic school uniform. Like the ugly ass plaid and the button down shirt. My high school uniform was khakis and polos. So I always wore like my black polo or my blue polo. That was my self-expression. And I always wore my Chuck Taylors. Commerce All Stars. Okay, I went to public school. Yeah. We like. We had the First Amendment wasn't taken away from you. We couldn't have a shirt that said fuck on it. <laughs> I wore. We had to wear clothes, but other than I would always. Okay, we, we could wear sweatshirts, but it had to wear the. It had to be the school sweatshirt. You know, like it had to have like the school logo on it. That's like a very common thing in private school, though. Um, and I would never wear a uniform shirt underneath. I would always wear my band shirts underneath. And there were certain teachers that like, if I was like, Hey, it's, can I please take off my sweatshirt? I don't have a uniform shirt on underneath though. There was like a handful that were like, yeah, it's okay. There was a handful of people who would do that. Like a handful of students that would do that. It was me. It was for real. It was me. And there was this other girl in my class who I listened to like the heavier stuff. She listened to like fall up boy and pin it. Like she wanted to be Haley Williams and I don't know why we never really, like, became friends. Because I feel like we probably could have been friends. But we would be like, mm-hmm. did you see an alternative press? Or, like, something stupid yeah. like that. And then, like, that was it. And I remember she always wore Vans and I always wore Converse. And everyone thought we were going to, like, fight. Like, I don't we were going to see, like, what she could, like, kick someone better or something like that. That's funny. And we were like, why? Because you like one better and I like the other better. I Yeah, I'm very Converse loyal. I, I have Vans just because you can slip them on. Mm-mm. They hurt my feet. And Vans can, like, I can wear Vans to work. Mm-hmm. And Vans can, you can make Vans look nicer than you can make Converse, like, yeah. more professional than Converse can. Fucking clown shoes. I'm just kidding. They hurt I like my feet. Em. I think it's because, like, I think my feet are really wide. 
don't know. So trucks don't fit me right. And they gave me the nasty they last blisters forever. No, they gave me the nasty blisters. At the I think I don't year. think that was because of the shoes, though. I think it was because of the socks you were wearing with the shoes. I was just wearing socks. All your socks are no-show socks, though, right? Yeah. I think that's strange. First, secondly, you also don't know how to wear socks that come above your ankle, you weirdo. Whereas I wear like knee highs and shorts. I just wear them around. I don't like shit touching my ankles. It's a thing. Or like crew socks and shorts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Hell no. I got 13 pairs of socks for Christmas. And, like, most of them go above my ankle. I just won't wear them, like, at the gym. But, like, I'll wear them, like, I'll lounge. In shorts and knee highs, yeah. Why would, I don't wear socks if I'm not, like, having shoes Oh, on. no, 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 because I hate feet. Ugh. I hate feet, too. I always have to, like, I was, shoes, socks, something. N- nope. Okay, anyway. I also don't have normal plain socks. I have some black socks, just so they match. I also don't match my socks. But mo- oh my, can you grow up? You're an adult. Match your damn socks. Why do you, do you have socks in your bag? You're weird. You're the weirdest person I've met. There's no shows. How do you not wear? I don't understand. Why would you take anyway, fucking time to match up your damn socks? I also fold. What a fucking waste of time. Like, I fold everything, including like underwear oh god i was like putting away my clothes in college and someone's like are you literally folding and i was like well yeah you gotta put it in your drawer all night Cindy." and they were like what are you doing you have a problem a cleanliness problem i just thought an organized problem anyway not an organized person yeah anyway um yeah so like i said in my experience like, there was division, but it was, I don't know, to me, the, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Mm-hmm. So, the division. I think it's gotten worse. Yeah, it was like, okay, you listen to Paramore, and you listen to Versa Emerge, and you listen to Fall Out Boy, and you listen to whatever, and then it's like, I listen to August Burns Red, and I listen to Under Oath, and I listen to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, like, it wasn't like people were punching the shit out of each other at Warp Tour. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was always my thing. Um, and then social media grew a lot. So it went a ton. from MySpace, then all of a sudden we had Twitters, we had Facebooks, we had Tumblrs. Instagram. Instagram. Well, Instagram, for me, I remember that being a thing in high school, not middle school. Yeah. But, um, I got social media. I got Facebook, honestly, for like my grandmother. That's the only reason why I use Facebook. Twitter, I remember the day I got a Twitter was like to talk to bands like that Mm -hmm. was that's what people used it for so um and i feel like tumblers were the same way lots of bands or people in bands had profiles on tumblers oh yeah and like the anonymous did you have one a tumblr yeah i can't remember if you told me you did for a short amount of time before i just like i had one for a very long time don't even know how to get on for years well there was a period there was a stage where it was like what am i even using this for and then you found like your niche Mm -hmm. essentially you found like your fandom or whatever yeah and then you were like oh okay this is cool and then the porn trickles in yes that's accurate and now it's all over twitter thanks but anyway um yeah there was like the anonymous button was a problem yeah for a lot of people but i don't know like i never i always had it on i never had issues with it Mm mm-hmm Personally, but I think a lot of it depend. It was a lot of like what you put out is what you get back. Yeah, or you'd put like 
people would get pissed off and be like, come off of Anonymous and we'll find out. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid stuff. Um, but it was cool because, like, bands would actually respond. Like, you would have, like, conversations with people in bands. But I, I don't know. I think it was also a problem, though, because this created, like, the whole knowing people in the bands, even though you don't actually know them. Yeah. Because what people put out on social media is not who they are. Like, it's such a small piece of who they are. It's not actually who they are. But in your head, you're like, oh, my God, I know them because they posted, like, I don't know, like, three things. Yeah. Um, And then I think from that, and this is kind of jumping to the now stuff, but from thinking that you knew people. And that's how you get those crazy Turn into the whole, yeah, turn into, like, the ownership of them. Turn into, like, babying band members. Like, this has been something that I've been, like, I don't know, on my high horse about recently, but, like. Oh, you've been vocal. Like, no, 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 no. We're not going to call people in band small beans or small boys with, like, three eyes or, like, babies or, like, like, I was watching. Now they are grown men. I was watching a video because we're all quarantined and um, I was watching a video of a Q&A thing and someone was like, oh, my God, we need to protect him at all costs. And someone literally commented and they were like, he's a 31 year old man. Like, yeah, why? No, we don't like and it was just, I, but I think that that whole thing kind of came out of this because there was this, I mean, it was- It escalated. It was an illusion of, I know who these people are. And you had interviews like the Brian Stars interviews, which were a disaster and horrible to watch. The only ones I like watching are the Ronnie Radke ones, because for real, he'll be like, Ronnie, do whatever. And he'll be like, no. And then, like, Brian Stars doesn't know what to say. Yeah. So then he just does something else. Because he was one of the few people that, like, actually... And then you had some people who, like, legitimately called Brian Stars out on his bullshit and, like, made him cry or whatever. And it was just... It was a strange time. <laughs> anyway. That's how we get someone up. It was a strange time. It was a strange time. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that... Oh, my God. And then fan fiction became a thing. I don't... How could I forget that? That... Have you ever read any of it? It makes me uncomfortable to read it. It is... And it was... All over Tumblr. Oh, my jeez. It was terrible. If I had a dollar for every fan fiction I saw that started with the gif of, like, hello, Thurman, it's your first day of school. Like, I swear to God. I would have so much money. I'd be reading, 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 and just all of a sudden I'd stumble into, like, this fan fiction and not know what it was at first and be like, oh, what is this? And read and be like, <laughs> and hit us something and be like, oh, my God! It was, but it, like, it... I feel like all of this was the start of so many. I mean, and within the scene, there was like not sub scenes, but like there was like Clicks. eras. Eras is what I'm thinking of within the scene. So I think from this is where like Savior Core came from. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. Okay, well we'll get there. But I think that like um, from this is where like this is. This was the beginning of a lot of problems. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, really? This, yeah. This was the beginning of, like, a lot of, like, over-sexualizing stuff. Because, okay, the beginning. yeah, like, a lot of the, like, yeah, the boys in the bands were cute. But, like, I never, yeah, I think I can legitimately say, like, when I was in middle school and high school, I was not like, oh, I want to sleep with them. You know? Yeah. Whereas now, like, 
that's so much of what and it they is. tweet it directly at these people like how does that not make you uncomfortable i don't understand and also like what okay what band member is gonna be like yo so this girl tweeted me this and i was like right fuck yes let's go to her city we need like and if he is doing that don't sleep with him i want to talk about one thing go ahead do you remember how tight the fucking pants were I don't. I choose to forget. Those were some tight ass pants. And I remember like walking to the mall one day with my mom, and she'd just be like, "I bet half the boys are never going to be with the children." <laughs> I was like, "It is horrible." She said it out loud, and I was like, "Mom." What stores like, did you shop at in the mall? What um, stores did I shop at the mall? Have you been to our mall? Well, yeah, but not ten years ago. Okay, Forever Twenty One was there. Oh, nice. I, we um, didn't get a Forever 21 for a while. And then, but it left. And then when I was like, there was this store called Rave, I think. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I think that's what it was called. It's been, a, it's been a long time. There. Occasionally Aeropostale. Because, like, we really didn't have much well, else. Because my mom refused to go into Hot Topic. My mom, too. Oh, my God. When it was like, but you can see better than in Hollister. Like, Hollister was the nasty. See, we didn't have a Hollister. Um, but when, if but we I will like, say, like, I'm, I mean, these jeans right now are American Eagle jeans. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can I get that. I had American that. Eagle jeans. I can get that. It used to be, because I'm short and I'm kind of shaped a little weird. So, it used to be that Aeropostale jeans fit me really well. Yeah. So, that's why I bought all my jeans from. And I didn't yeah. need, and they didn't really have the colored, like, full jeans. No, they didn't. But I don't like them or wear them. So that's fine. And then our Aeropostale closed. Did you guys have a Zoomies? No. I would go to Zoomies and I would sit in the back and talk to all the skateboarders like I knew what I was talking about. There was this big ass nasty, like, I don't even want to know what happened on this couch. I shopped a lot at PacSun. Nasty ass couch in the back of the Zoomies. And I would, yeah, I would like just listen to people talk about skateboards and then like talk to boys about skateboards. I know jack shit about skateboarding. I don't either. I know, they have four wheels. I know, I can't. That's it. I can't. On the deck. Skate on the board. (laughs) I fall down. (laughs) A lot. I had to be like, hey, talk about skateboards. And I would wear the nap hats. Did you wear a lot of beanies? No, you're not a beanie person. I I wore them every day. Every day. Because I have this thing about, like, stuff touching my face and my head. Weird. I wear hats all the time. But. I had that accident with the pitchfork, so I don't like shit like near my face. <laughs> what? I told you about that, right? No. What? When I was in eighth grade. You can edit it. Memorial out. Day weekend. So Yikes. it's coming up. The anniversary. It Should is. you not tell me? Should you not tell me until after Memorial Day? No, it's fine. I don't give a shit. Um Zach and I were Are out you superstitious. My brother and I were outside doing yard work and we got into a fight siblings man and he had a pitchfork and he pulled it back and stabbed me in the face with it you did tell me it comes back to me now yeah and it like cut me here here and sliced my jaw open holy shit it was rough man because i felt the tine hit my bone and went ping the worst thing i ever did was one time i sprayed windex in my sister's eye oh no i had my face glued back together i've had stitches on my face before it's not and i had to have a tetanus shot Dude, I had to get a tetanus shot like two years ago because some small child bit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And then I had to make sure I didn't have, like, AIDS. And I had a doctor who had a sense of humor, and he was like, I hope I don't glue myself to you. And I was like, fuck off, old man. <laughs> I hate people like that so much. Old I people, was essentially. so pissed. Oh, my God. All right. So, anywho. Um, because this half my face. <laughs> hang on. This half my face swole up. Just this half my face, because I got hit on this side. So they call me Chippy. <laughs> so look like a fucking chipmunk. That's cute, though. No, it's not! Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think that this... I don't know. I think that the increased social media... I think it was bad for fans. And I think at the same time, too, it was, like, not the best PR for a lot of bands. But at the same time... Depending any- on who it was. But at the same time, like, th- that was also, like, what was in the scene, so it was fine. Like, yeah. Like... I don't know. I think it, all press is good press. I think now none of that would fly. No, you could not get. You could not call anyone like, "Oh, let me go get you a ambulance on Twitter." Like you couldn't do that, or like just be like, "Shut up, ho!" Like you can't. Some people do it. Some people do it, and then they get attacked by all these other people. Whereas people like weren't really being like. I don't feel like. Yeah, I don't feel like bands were really being attacked for, like, that sort of stuff. Whereas now, people are like, cancel culture didn't exist. No, it Thank God. Not. I wish it didn't now. Anyway, so, yeah, to me, like, this brought about the whole savior core. And that was the whole, like, <laughs> the bands were idolized and looked at at the heroes and you saved my life and bullshit, oh, bullshit, bullshit. Um, so, I, mental health in general started being more openly talked about, like, in society as a whole, which is good. Um Bands started talking about it more, which is good. Like, it's stuff that people go through. It's stuff that I think should be talked about. Um, but within that, like, mental health is such a personal thing. So it, I feel like if if a band put a song out that was about depression, everyone would be like, oh, well, who in the band has depression? And then they'd, like, figure it out somehow or whatever. And then, like, or they'd guess. that would be, like, their savior. Because, like, I remember these graphics of, like, it was, every like, all these people from bands... They're still on Pinterest if you look. They're like all these people from bands and then like um, where their eyes are is like boxed out with words over it. So like Ronnie says like addict and like um, Ricky Olsen says like suicidal and it was all like all these things that they like overcame or whatever and it was supposed to be like inspirational and encouraging and like blah 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 blah. But I think it's a problem. I would say McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I think it was good because, I mean, I'm a big mental health person. I'm a counselor, so, you know. Um, or I'm working towards becoming a counselor. But um, I'm working towards being a So counseling. I think it was very good in a lot of ways but at the same time it pigeonholed people so like going back to flyleaf like Lacey from flyleaf was known as the girl who tried to kill herself and didn't and i feel like if you went to her show and she didn't share her story people would be like the show is horrible because they were going to like hear her like it was pigeonholing people and it was getting people stuck in the ruts of like their past and you can't do that like you can't be stuck in like things that you used to do or mistakes that you used to like it's just not healthy and it's not good um, and then you had some people, like, rebel against it. And you had some people who soaked it up. So you had, like, 
Chris Motionless doing his whole like recesses over Tumblr post. And then you had people like, um, what's his face from uh, Memphis Mayfire, Maddie Mullins, I think, be the whole like, I'm the voice for this generation and like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And it's like the same supposedly heartfelt speeches were said word for word every night. Like it wasn't a genuine thing, but people, the children ate it up like candy and it was a gimmick. Like it was all fake. And the majority of it was. Mm-hmm. And we all fell for it. Absolutely. Ate that shit up. It's horrible. Like, horrible. And I, I think that's a problem. But I think that a lot of that also came from the whole, like, I know them. Because they liked my Instagram comment. Or they retweeted what I said. Or whatever. See, and I'm, like, one of those people. I don't, know. I don't ever tweet at I know you anybody. don't. Ever. Meanwhile, guess who liked my tweet today? Hey, Chris Motionless, thank you. Thank you so much. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I think it was it was, ugh, it was such a weird time. It was so weird. I'll look it back so on it and bizarre. be like, oh my god. Because you had like... Could you imagine living through that now? Like, what You had like Panic at the Disco being like, haven't you ever heard of closing the goddamn door? And then you had other people being like, no, don't kill yourself. Like, don't cut yourself. Like, yeah. It was so extreme. Oh my god. And I know there was a lot of... I remember there was... I remember people in high school. So I used to struggle with self-harm very like minimally in like the grand scheme of things it was only like a couple months it's still bad but it was short compared to like what some other people experience i remember there was a girl in my high school who she was like isn't that what you're supposed to do when you're sad like she told me that like she tried cutting herself like it was some sort of like thing that you're supposed to and i was like what are you doing and she was like well i was sad so and it's because people were sharing stories of, I okay. used to cut myself and then I listened to this band and now I don't anymore. So it became such like a popular you. thing mm-hmm. that people who like, I mean, it wouldn't even cross your radar. were like, okay, I'm sad now. So this is what we do. It became a popular thing. Yeah. In an effort Almost to stop it, it became more popular. popular. I think. And it was the whole... This band saved me mm-hmm. as opposed to like I got help or I made the decision to whatever. It was like, no, this band saved my life, which I, there's music that's been very impactful to my life. And there has been music that has changed my life. But I would not go so far as to say any sort of musician has like saved my life. No, I don't think so. No, but like changed my life and like impacted me. Absolutely. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. In general, I felt like, I don't know. It was just weird. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see what I have to see what else to talk about. Oh, I feel like as a whole, people didn't argue as much about bands like if you didn't like a certain band it was it was okay like I and again this as was, opposed to now this is my experience yeah oh definitely as okay. opposed to now yeah, I mean people always that. people always argued 
For sure. And there was always, but I will say, I think a lot of the arguing stemmed from the whole like fangirl uprising. Yes. And it wasn't so much like, okay, no, objectively, let's listen to like the riffs on this song and the riffs on this song. And technically, who was a better guitar player? It's like, um, excuse me, no, like this boy's hotter than this boy. So how dare you say that like this is better than, and okay. And I will also say there was a lot of bands that I feel like were pigeonholed against each other based off of looks so i'll go with that you had different with you had some people who just like listened to the music and didn't give a shit about didn't give a rat's ass and then how it should be you had some people who were like well black veil brides and like motionless and white they were like a group and then you had whatever you had all the christian core bands so you had like august burns or a devil or prana under a group and then you had, like, a Mice and Men suicide song, like, a group. And I feel like there wasn't so many conversations of, let's take someone from group one and compare, like, a song from someone from group three, because people were very much, like, aesthetic. So, yeah. okay, I take back what I said. I guess there was some aesthetic stuff. It was, but not oh, as much now. It was, but in terms was of all merch, about, but, it was all about aesthetics. Yeah. I don't, Yeah. Yeah, and it was, like, assumed that if you listen to Black Veil Brides, then you obviously listen to Motionless, which, like... Was dumb. Listen to whatever I want to listen to. Like, what? But, yeah, I think a lot of the arguments in terms of, like, what band was better... Or did you ever ...came hear, from did you ever hear imaginary like, scenarios, and it wasn't even real stuff. Did you ever talk to somebody and tell them, like, like talk about music that you listen to, and they'd be like, you don't listen, you don't look like you listen to that. Have you ever had that comment? I hate that comment. Um, I think I there's some people who they'd be like, what do you listen to? And I'd be like, oh, it's kind of heavy. And they'd be like, oh, like what? And they'd give like an example. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, yeah, because like I didn't want to make it a thing. I remember there was one person. It was like. Someone that my mom went to high school with, like, I was hanging out with their daughter or something mm-hmm. like that. And she was like, what kind of music do you listen to? And I was like, oh, I don't know if you'd like it. So I ended up, like, saying some, like, pop group. I was like, they're okay. Which I've always loved pop music. Like, I still listen to pop music now. Um, but I ended up saying some pop group that, like, I did listen to. And I remember her being like, oh, that's cool. I listen to Under Oath. And I was like, what? Like, I, and I felt like I had to like backpedal and be like, no, no, no. Like, I listen to that too. Like, I promise. Um, I think that, no, I think that, I mean, not so much like the clothes maybe, but definitely my personality. People were like, well, whatever. <laughs> Cause she's sad or she's angry. She's like pissed or people say I'm moody, but sad and angry. That's only two I, moods. I'm not like a full range of emotion at all times. I still get that like now like because somebody will ask me what I like and I'll like start listening off bands and they'll like I'll get this like funny look like a head turn and like an eyebrow raise. I'm like you listen to that because I listen to generally heavier music and if you just Yeah, you listen to like a lot of deathcore and stuff. And if you were to see me just like on a regular day right. with my little personality <laughs> Yeah, with your mom and Target. I remember um, when I 
So I went to shows all the time in middle school. No, not really. I started going to shows in middle school. I went to shows all the time in high school. I did not go to like any shows in college because of like where my college was located. It was just like legitimately in the middle of nowhere, USA. Same. And then, no, mine was worse. And then- You think? Mine was legitimately like if you threw a dart at America, it would hit Kansas. I lived in a town of of 700 people. But at least you had mountains. It was at least the fucking you, mountains. Why are you so loud? I live in an apartment. At least you could not see at night when the gas station lit up. You didn't see the town that was 10 miles away. Because there was nothing between you and the town that was 10 miles away. Legitimately, from the porch. A mountain. At least you had a mountain. I had to freaking look at everybody. Because there was nothing blocking it. I had to dodge anyway. cold trucks. Anyway, shoot, I take that over cows or corn any day. Anyway, um, in college, I didn't go to that many shows. And then when I moved here for graduate school, I started going to shows again. I saw Under Oath. I saw Devil Wars Prada. Mm-hmm. I saw Motionless and White. I saw mm-hmm. all these, you know, all these bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh, shit, beer splashed my eye. <laughs> Sucks <laughs> to suck. Anyway, um, oh. so I started going to shows again. And then I started, you know, people, um, not so much that I went to classes with, but I know people that I work with, like, they would look on my Instagram or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, like, okay, like, they, kind of like it wasn't something that they'd ever thought about, because I don't know how many people look at someone and be like, well, I bet they listen to, like, okay, there's some people that are very, like, look very stereotypical, so I guess. But I feel like, like, I remember when we saw Motionless and White, actually, like, like a year ago when we saw mm-hmm. them. And, like, the next day I went to work and someone was like, I saw your Instagram story. It looked like you had a lot of fun. I did, bitch. I could see you listening to that kind of music. Like, it wasn't, it was like they never were like, oh, gee, what does she listen to? Like, they yeah. never thought about it. And then once it was like, oh, that's what she listens to, it was like, oh, Okay. But, in, yeah, in high school, I mean, all I did was wear, like, I had an under oath shirt that I wore religiously. I had a for today shirt that I wore all the time because that was a baseball tee. So my under oath shirt was for the summer because it was the t-shirt. And then my for today shirt was for the fall or autumn because it was a baseball tee. So I had longer sleeves. And then, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just wore band shirts all the time. I wore band shirts, skinny jeans, Converse, and a beanie every day. That's what I did day in, day out. I had to come home from school, take off that uniform, put on my uniform. Oh, there Band shirt, skinny jeans, Converse, beanie. Yep. Yep. Everywhere I went. Like, there's my sister. Um, when she was in college, she came home from spring break one year and brought her friend with her. Um, and we all went to New York City together because her friend had never been to New York City before. It's not that impressive. And... Um, I okay. I mean, I grew up an hour and a half from New York City. I love it. It will always have a very special place in my heart for personal reasons. I love. I mean, now it's not that special because I've been there so many times. But I always love taking people who have never been before because it's cool to see them experience it for the first time. Maybe we um, need to go because when I go with my my grandma, she drags me around shopping. No, we don't go shopping. That's it's like, oh, let's go to Times Square. Like, oh, let's go to NBC. Okay, let's go to the hockey store. Okay, let's you know like. Let's go to Central Park Zoo. Okay, let's do... This is the fountain from Friends. This is the this. This is the that. No. Um, my grandma But we went... Oh, no. But we oh, went God. and, like, 
everyone is wearing like like we took a lot of pictures because like this chick had never been in New York City before, and um, you can like go into like the Aeropostale and like see a really cool view of Times Square and all that shit, and uh, like everyone's wearing like nice shirts and like jeans. And I was legitimately like in a band shirt and I had a famous stars and stripes, stars and straps. What was that company called? Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Famous. I had a famous sweatshirt yeah. that was black and white, obnoxious. It said famous all over, super obnoxious. So I was wearing that. I was wearing cheap ass, like not Ray-Bans, but the cheap wannabe Ray-Bans that they sold at Hot Topic. Uh-huh. A band shirt, skinny jeans, and Converse that were... Pink, teal, blue, and white, like, checkered. And I ruined, like, every single picture because I'm just standing there, like... I was having a great time because I love New York, but I looked miserable out of my... That's okay. Out of my mind. Yeah. So, anyway, there was, like... Back in the day, there's obviously a very dark side to everything. Uh I feel like a lot of that is coming to light now. Mm -hmm. Um... Lots of people are, like, being, like, well, actually, you know, this band member did this, that, and the other thing and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I don't want to downplay any of that stuff because that's all extremely serious and, like, needs to be sorted out and needs to be figured out. And I hope that people who, you know, had negative experiences get the help that they need to, like, process and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like for the general fan who just, like, for the general fan who really liked music and felt like they didn't have a niche and, like, found a niche within this, it was a very good time. Yes, I would agree with that. You know, like, I never went to Warped. Um, Yeah, I never, I never went, but knowing that something like that existed, you know, or Mm -hmm. you could walk into Hot Topic and, like, Shit, the people on Hot Topic knew me by name. Like, it was ridiculous. And half the time I wouldn't even buy stuff. I would just go hang out and talk to them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, having all of that, I think. Yeah, like, if you were in it for the music and, like, the... if It depended on how involved you were in things. Because even as... When I was younger, I thought I was going to be a musician. I really wanted to be a musician. And then that didn't happen. Um, But even, like... Like, when I would go to shows, it would be, like, I want to meet the band. But it was always just because, like, I want to do what you do someday. It was never for any sort of, like, ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you – if there were ulterior motives besides just enjoying the music and, yeah, like, just having a good time, then I think that's when a lot of the trouble – Hit. Because again, as much as there were some bands where it was like, oh, okay, like so and so's cute, I was never like, and I want to date this one and this one and this one and this one and, yeah. and watch no. me go see their show and like try to get on their butt. Like, and absolutely. And I was never not. The, like the person like who you'd walk into like the bedroom and it would be just like wall to wall posters and like of like one specific band or because you were like so obsessed with them. Like, they yeah, were, like, I had band posters everywhere, but it was different bands. It wasn't like the same. A lot thing. of them were signed. Like you didn't because I like, would meet people all the time. Wall to walls. Yeah, no. Brothers. No, like, I never had the Jonas Brothers. The one you like the most. I never had the Jonas Brothers on my wall. Um. Yeah, no. It was usually bands that I liked, and it was like bands that I met. So it was like no, they and I have them all like in a rubber made now. Um. 
Yeah, no, I had a lot of posters. I didn't have a single band sort of poster. Thing. You know what poster I had posters of? Batman. I yes. <laughs> what else? Never before Christmas. No, I didn't have any Nightmare Before Christmas. It was all anime posters. <laughs> I legitimately tried to watch. I told my I roommate, I was like, don't bother me. I'm trying to watch this anime for Alex to make her happy. And then the next morning, she was like, good morning. I was like, anyway, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I love it. I don't I understand. I'm going to go watch South Park. That's actually good entertainment. I, anyway, um, yeah, I think that... Yeah, I mean, and then you had, like, Warped. You had Alternative Press back in the day. It used to be really good. Like... Now it's shit. Yes, very much so. Like, you had... I don't know. It was not mainstream, mm-hmm. but it was so popular at the same time uh-huh. that it was, like, you were still alternative, but at least you were... And, okay, yeah, maybe you were a minority if you looked at your school, depending on where you were from. But it was a pretty big minority group it in was. that sense, you know. Because um, it was pretty much everybody who didn't fit into, like, one of the other right. main you were, ones. You were, like, grouped yeah. into that it, it was still, like, somewhat mainstream. And you had some bands, I felt like, that had some sort of, like, Mayday Parade kind of, like, cross yeah. between the two. All Time Low or, like, eh, you know, like. You weren't, like, um, you weren't. But even, if, but even if those were the only bands that you listened to, like, yeah, you had some assholes, but I feel like for the most part, people would be like, oh, okay, cool. So you like All Time Lone Mayday Parade. Yeah. And like everybody- My Chemical Romance got played on the radio, but everyone was still like, oh, no way. You like My Chemical Romance? Like, yeah. it was still but like everybody, Because everybody knew them. Like, right. it wasn't like it was right. cross. Right. Yeah. So I feel like even though it was mainstream to a point, it was still also like different to a point. Mm-hmm. That you didn't fit in, but you had people that you did fit in with. Yeah. And now... You generally weren't alone. Right. Or you weren't... You were not as alone as you thought you were. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to sum it up. You were not as alone as you thought you were. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, everything is so big on tolerance and being politically correct that, like, all the fun is sucked out of everything. Uh Uh-huh. I think a lot of people think that they're music critics when they're not. Um, I think so many, and see, here's the thing too. We all grew up listening to this and we were all, not all, but so many of us were like, we're going to be in a band someday. Like we all learned how to play guitar. I mean, it's a very general we, but like so many people like learn how to play guitar because of like people in the bands that they listen to or, um, you know, how many girl, like, I like, I wish you could go back in time and take a poll and be like, how many girls wanted to be like Haley Williams or whatever, you know, like that sort of stuff. Like that was such a big thing. And now, so now I think there's kind of this idea of like, we know a lot more about music than we actually do because we were so engrossed in it back in the day. We read all the interviews. We watched all the making of videos we watched all the tour updates and all that stuff. So I think that, but even then, I think that the idea that people have of like, this is what it's like to be in a band is not really close to what it's like to actually be in a band. Like I have a general idea. I've never toured. I don't actually know what it's like. I'm probably right about some things, but I'm probably wrong about more things than I'm right about. Oh, absolutely. Like, and that's because it's still the same thing. Like people are showing, like you're getting a little gateway into the world, but it's what people want you to see. It's what they're comfortable with you seeing. Like mm-hmm. they're not showing the arguments on the bus because you've been on tour for a month and a half and you have two more weeks to go and you can't stand to like look at the, 
whatever, your drummer anymore, you know, like, but I think that, yeah, I don't know, like, everyone, the new thing right now, at the time of recording, at least, is, like, asking Alexandria issues, and everyone's all, like, mad because they're, like, mainstream and doing, like, radio rock, but, like... It's their band. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, like, don't listen to them. Like, why is that... Okay, so listen to the first couple. I personally, I don't like them very much at all. I don't really listen to them that much at all. But like, if you like their first, okay, take Motionless and White for example. If you think Creatures is God's gift to humanity, then you spend Creatures as much as you want and don't touch the other stuff. That doesn't make the other stuff bad. Like, there's a lot of there's other genres besides metal uh-huh. and all of its subgenres. And there's very gifted music. There's very gifted pop musicians. Like, if you look at the science of like what makes pop music actually popular, like that stuff is fucking mind blowing to me. I think it's so interesting, and it takes talent to produce that. Like, it takes talent to be functioning at that level, in my opinion. Yeah. So you can't just like. I feel like now, I don't know. It's just yeah, but it's gross. I hate it. I hate the scene now. I really, really, like, it's it's become even more mainstream. And I think everyone's just entitled. Yeah. An entitled baby. That's it. I agree with you. I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone's like, oh, I know this song is in, like, drop D tuning. And they think that that means that they're, like, super geniuses about all things musical. And even, like... I don't know. I I personally love this is not even like good opinion anymore. This is me just like talking about things that piss me off. But like I love when I can listen to a band or a song and say, okay, they pulled this from this. So like, for example, the first time I listened to Headache from Motionless and White, I was like, oh my God, this song's like corn. And I wasn't like, oh, this is like a cheap corn remake. I was like, how cool is that? Like, I know that they listen to corn. I know that they like corn. And oh my God, like the bass part's like a corn song. I thought that stuff was cool. There's so many people who are like, well, they're ripping this band off and they're ripping that band off and they're doing this and they're doing that. Yeah. And it's just. I don't like that. I can't stand that. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Warp Tour doesn't exist anymore. Why are you going to pick shit apart like that, though? Alternative presses. What? Why would you like pick like stuff off and be in like. They're ripping it off. Like, no, they're not ripping it off. Like, why are you going to pick it down to that level? Art imitates art. Isn't that a quote? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was listening. So, the bass player from Fit for a King, Tuck, he has a podcast called Get Tucked. <laughs> You'd actually probably really like it. I don't know if you listen. You don't listen to Fit for a King that much. But so far, yeah. everyone that he's interviewed, he's like... <laughs> Like, most people who are like, we're quarantined, I'm going to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad we're, like, above that by yeah. a few months. Um, but, yeah, he started a podcast. And so far, he's only interviewed the other people in Fit for a King. Um, but Fit for a King came out with a song a couple months ago. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so mainstream. It's not heavy enough. It's radio. No shit, you're going to make your single the song that's going to play on radio. Like, that's the point, you jackass. Anyway... So they, he was talking with the guitar. There's two guitar players in Fit for a King. One of them doesn't tour anymore, but he does the writing and the recording still and everything. It's actually really cool. He owns a plant shop. You can go buy tropical plants from him. Cool. Anywho, um, he, they were talking and he was like, oh, you're going to tell me my song sounds like Kill Stitch Engage. 
Like, thanks for the compliment. They're one of the best bands to ever exist. Like, I don't think we sound like Kill Switch Engage, but if you're going to get, oh, we sound like Parkway Drive? Cool. They're a really cool band. Like, thank yeah. you. Like, I don't. But that's something I, that irritates me. Like, how, like, if a band, like, had one song and they're, and now they had, well, they had, like, one record that sounded one way. So now their next record sounds different. And they're like, oh, and the, all the people are like, oh, well, you're making it sound more mainstream. You're selling out. No. What would have happened if they made every record the same? You'd complain about exactly. it. Exactly. It would be all the same. And then you'd bitch. Like. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has has one. one. Yeah. And yours fucking stinks. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think that. Like, it's not. I don't. You're not making the music. Shut the fuck up. I don't think there's anything wrong with making music for the radio. Why is that? Why is that beneath a band? Why is that? Because that's how you get it. Like, okay, here's, here's the thing, too. And I think that. Now that I think about it a little bit, I think that it kind of comes from maybe the whole, like, savior core concepts of, like, as much as music is great. They're smoking weed. They're out on their balcony. They're going to go smoke. It sounds like they're dragging a body It's a chair. They have metal chairs. Trust me. I've listened to them many a night. One time they were arguing about who's hotter on Friends, Rachel or Monica. And I swear, I was ready to be like, Phoebe! And just like, and I hate Phoebe. I hate, I don't like friends that much, but I was like, yeah, they were arguing about over who's hotter. Anyway, um, and that's the wind. Um, what was I going to say? Save your core. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, music is a business. So... As much as it's nice to be like, wow, these people are in a band because they have a passion for music. Like, okay, yeah, maybe that's how they got started. But also at the end of the day, it's a job and you have to, like, you know, make money to survive. (laughs) So um, I think it's a very smart move Mm -hmm. to make a song that's going to get played on the radio because that gets your name out there and then you can make more dollars. All of the dollars. It's not... Yeah, I think that for many musicians, if not most and all, at the heart of it is, yes, they love music and they love conveying emotion through music and they love playing music and whatever. But at the same time, too, like, I think that if people actually took the time, this is something I've been thinking about a lot with, like, merch. Like, I think so many bands are doing limited edition merch not to rip people off of money, but you make more, it's like, yeah, it's pretty much like, it's like a psychological principle that if you make something limited edition, more people are going to buy it. Yeah. So even if it's actually not, if you market something as limited edition, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, they're going to sell out. I need to get one. And I've done it on the stupid rubber duck motionless and white shirt. Yeah, and the dumb motionless white jersey that I'm wearing right now, like, you did it for the jacket. How many times do the jackets go for sale after you bought one? I don't care. I didn't, I was getting I know, but still, like, I'm just saying, like, uh, you didn't didn't magically find more in the stock room. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I think that if you actually used a brain and thought about it every now and then and remembered stuff like this... People would actually probably be really disappointed because, again, we have these glorified images of who we think people in bands are. And then when we find out, like, they're not. I remember being pissed off when I was in high school. I felt like my world was ending because Tim Lambesis from As I Lay Dying got arrested for trying to kill his wife. 
Under Oath broke up, and then Lacey left Flyleaf within a matter of, like, months. And, like, for someone who's, like, world revolved around music and, like, those bands, I felt, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is horrible. And then I was livid. Okay, that's in a strong word. I wasn't livid. I was really pissed when Lacey left Flyleaf and then, like, you know, within years had a new band because it was all, no, I need, you know, and she's Christian. So there was a Christian stint of like, this is what I think God's telling me to do or whatever. But it's like, don't lie to us. You know, like I remember feeling very like entitled as a kid that like bands owed us this explanation of like what this song meant. Oh yeah. And then if a song had a stupid meaning, we were like, no, 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 please. There needs to be more like, or whatever. Or like, what does this music video mean? And if they were like, oh, we were just born like, yeah. filming around we would be like no 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 this obviously symbolizes like there has whatever. to be a song there has to be a deep meaning about every song no yeah. this song's actually yeah. just about fucking pizza yeah i remember talking to my dad actually about like lacy leaving flyleaf and my dad was like okay you, you know what he was like i'm willing to bet she had a contract that she wanted to get out of you know or like there's it, it's always a business and there's always money involved and when there's money involved like oh always people's personalities change man you know like money's a powerful thing so it runs the world um unfortunately um so yeah i don't know i don't think that we we're older but i don't think that a lot of us like when it comes to the music we listen to we haven't grown up absolutely culture has changed so we have to be tolerant and this isn't you know like any sort of jab about like tolerance and that sort of stuff. But, um, cause it's one thing to be like tolerant towards like a people group, but it's another thing to be like, Oh, I can't say this song sucks because what if you hurt? So it's like, I don't, your songs, like, I don't like it. I'm not going to listen to it. But at the same time too, like I try to not like trash talk bands that I don't like. Oh yeah. Like I'll go on there. Like if someone's like, what's your favorite, bring me the horizon song. I'll be like, I don't particularly listen to them, but I like sleepwalking a lot or whatever. Or, like, yeah, for some reason, like, I've tried, like, seven or eight times to try to get into Knock Loose. I can't. I like Counting Worms, and I like Billy No Mates, and that's about it. Like, besides that, I, I, I get the hype. I can't listen to them. Of Mice and Men, we saw Mice and Men live. They were horrible. Terrible. Um, I tried listening to them. I like maybe one song. I'm not going to be a dick, and every single time someone's like, Of Mice and Men, and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, you don't have to do that. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie and be like, it's a good song if I don't like it. Yeah. And don't think that it's good. There's a way to say that, too. I feel like most people, it's either, like, you love something or you hate something. And you can't have this middle ground and be like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's not my favorite. But, like, I'll still spin it. Or you can just keep your mouth shut and not say anything and be like, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Just because you have the ability to send a tweet doesn't mean you should, like... Send tweet. Exactly. It's, yeah, I don't know. I th- I don't like, it's so weird because everyone's like, oh, this band needs more popularity. And then, yeah, they make a song for radio and everyone's like, they're selling out. And I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. either. So, okay. The, but then like, so why is Bear 2 so popular? Because they're like bonafide dad rock. By that logic, it makes no sense for Beartooth to, like, have as big as a fan base as they have. Yep. I don't like them that much, personally. Nope. 
And I say that a lot as I don't really like them. But at the same time, too, like, I don't know. I don't know. The scene now is just very weird. Mean. They're all meanies. It is very mean. It's gone from being like very. And they're all younger than me. I feel so old. We grew up. Yeah, I know. But still, like, it's. But like that point being like, how, like, who, what is your authority to tell me about like, what life was like when the drug in me is you came out when you're like 18, you know, like that sort of, I'll tell you exactly what it is that sort of stuff. It's entitlement and the feeling that because you're behind a keyboard and you think you're smart, you can say anything you want. I think that's a big part of it for me is like. Okay. But no, somebody who's I like, know that I wasn't, like, maybe as... In, like, your whole list of scene bands, I didn't listen to most of them. Heck, like, for real, I swear, like, before getting a Spotify, I didn't even know that Jeffree Star made music. I've only known him as, like, the makeup guy. And I know that's, like, blasphemy, and I, like, lose a bunch of cred when I say that or whatever. Um, But to, like... Like, my sister's 18. Yeah. She has no idea who, like... Uh, 303 is and like that's and if she was to turn around and be like well Sierra you know back in you know this whatever like in Warped Tour whatever like 2010 blah 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 I'd be like how do you even know what that is so people assume that like they'll be like well when Bring Me the Horizons first album came out when you were like four like I know you weren't listening to it and that's fine because like I've legitimately only been listening to Motionless and White for a year. I am by no means, like, an expert. I spent a lot of time reading about what their earlier albums are like, but I can't talk about them the way I can talk about, like, Disguise, because I was a fan before that album came out. Yeah. And there's so many bands that are like that. Like, there's so many bands. Like, even Falling in Reverse, I didn't listen to Falling in Reverse that much in high school. Yeah, I knew who they were, um, and I knew the songs, and I had seen the videos or whatever, but I can't talk about... Like the fashionably late era and the just like you era, as much as I can be like, yo, when Popular Monster came out, like, let me tell you, he was in Forbes and he did this and he did this and it was the number one rock song on radio. Like, I don't know. And it keeps going. It's just, you know, like, it's, there's so many people who it's like, you're talking about stuff that you don't know about. I feel like that would be me being like, hey, dad, let me tell you. When Black Sabbath first hit the music yeah. scene, you know, like, and my dad would be like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't, well, because I watched, like, The Dirt, now all of a sudden I know everything about Motley Crue, like, absolutely not. So, I don't know. I think that that's a big piece of it, too, is that's like me trying with to- all the information that we have accessible to us because of the internet, mm-hmm. everyone assumes that they're experts on stuff that they're not. That's like me trying to tell, like, my mom about Prince, and she'd laugh in my face. I remember as a kid finding my mom's Prince album and being like, who is this? Like, this man scares me. (laughs) She had Prince and she had Thriller from Michael Jackson, and I was like, what? Like, I was more scared of, like, the Purple Rain album cover, because if I'm... Was it Purple Rain? There's one album cover where that man is not really clothed at all <laughs> i would be like oh i don't like that and then i'd like find like my dad's kiss album and be like i like this one like okay 
Your grandma loves you. Don't even back. I know. It's my nana. I wish I had a grandma that loved me. <laughs> but alas. That's horrible. Yeah, you're telling me. All right. Oh, gosh. I, that's, that's it. I don't have much more to say. Do you have much more to say? I don't. All right. Let's wrap this baby up. That's... I don't know. We just wanted to talk about some of the, yeah, some of our opinions about how things have changed. I don't know why I've been thinking about it so much recently, but it's just been like swirling through my brain. So I wanted to just kind of talk about it because I feel like, yeah, the changes are really prominent. I personally, um, I was one of the questions I asked Ricky Olson from Motionless and White during the Q&A. And I really wanted him to answer it because... I was really curious to be like, okay, like from a band member's perspective, like, you know, from 2010 when like your first album came out to like now, like, because as fans going through these changes, what has it been like for you? Like observing the masses of children, you know, like for all adults now, I don't know. How have we changed through the years? (laughs) Why are we still annoying little pieces of shit? That's the question. Anyway. We're just meaner now. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, feel free to follow us on our social medias, O-T-D-E pod on Twitter and Instagram. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Spotify. And we're going to – actually, we're going to record another episode right now. So we got more coming your way sometime soon. Bye.